Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you today? I'm bueno. Bueno. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So, bueno, bueno, because Rosie, <laughs> one of our staffers, just got back from South America. He did Central America, and so I'm feeling Hispanic today. So, bueno. Okay, very good. Well, that sounds like a good way to be. Sounds bueno, doesn't it? <laughs> Indeed, it does. So, Jeff, this weekend yes. is kind of a big weekend in this in the world of sports. Is there something going on do this you, Sunday? Do you know what's happening this Sunday? Is there is there a motocross event or is there a, a let's see is there a basketball game or something lacrosse something like that yeah, maybe a wrestling yeah. match yeah it's the Super Bowl is that what's going on <laughs> I'm seeing which, all this stuff on the internet which I know you knew it's the Super Bowl this weekend and yes. uh, that's a big day for American sports fans at least yes it is so in honor of active aging and the active life in general uh-huh. I thought it might be interesting to highlight the oldest player to ever play in the NFL. George Blanda? Oh, I was going to say, any guesses, and you knew. Of course I know George Blanda. How would you know that? I did not know that. I was alive when he played. Well, he has now (laughs) passed on, and I have to admit, I, I... you know, I like football. I played football in high school, but I'm a very casual NFL fan. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't have a team that I follow, and I'm just kind of aware of what's so going on. I did not know. Did you only play two positions? I didn't know that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into what oh, he's. So, I'm so gonna I, get into so, it. So I need to shut up. Let you tell your story. Huh? No, I'm gonna get into it here because <laughs> okay. I read through his bio and I was pretty impressed with everything yeah. that he did. So yes, George Frederick Blanda is the oldest uh, player to play in the NFL. He was born on September 17th of 1927, and he passed away on September 27th of 2010. And as you said, Jeff, he was a quarterback and mm-hmm. a kicker. That's right. He played in both the American Football League, or the AFL at the time, and the National Football League, the NFL, of course, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played 26 seasons yes, he did. of professional football, which is amazing, because that's a pretty intense sport. It is. It is. And uh, that happens to be the most in the sport's history as far as the NFL and professional football is concerned. Mm. And he scored more points than anyone in history at the time of his retirement. Now, now he's been surpassed since then. Right. But he scored a lot of points in his career. He retired from pro football in August of 1976 as the oldest player to ever play. He was 48 years old at the time. I remember that. Man, I, I I don't know, dude. I'm 46 right now. Yep. And I would not want to be on that field but as remember, an NFL player. The last 12 or so years, he was a kicker, so well, he didn't get hit as still, much. Well, but still, still, it's pretty impressive. It is. Well, it is. There's no doubt about it. Pretty impressive. impressive. To, to be able to have the physical ability to kick that far. Absolutely. That and just, in life, just be amazing. on the field yes. and still be present and, and contribute to your team is pretty yes. amazing. He's one of only two players to play in four different decades. Mm-hmm. John Carney. Uh, was the other one he played from 1988 to 2010. Uh, Blando holds the record for the most extra points made. He made 943 extra points wow. out of 959 attempts. He was, so really, he was very consistent. That is really a high percentage. Yes. And I, I know the extra point is not a you know it's not a 50 yard field goal, but still that's pretty consistent over a over a career. You can't take a day off. You can't take a kick off. No, you need to stay focused. So very high conversion percentage there. During his career, he played under head coaches Bear Bryant yeah. and George Hollis, as well as John Madden. So he was there with some of the best, some of the greats in the league. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other things that I just want to point out really quickly. Blanda finished his, his uh, professional football seasons having completed 1,911 
of 4,007 pass attempts. Mm. So maybe not the most accurate passer, but he did uh, gain 26,920 yards, and he threw for 236 touchdowns. This is interesting as well. He also held the NFL record for the most interceptions thrown. That's until I mean. Brett Favre broke that on October 4th in 2007. And there's another one who just stayed in the league for a very, very, yes, very long yes, time. So eventually those numbers are going to catch up to you. Yep. Uh, so, you know, as we said, he was a quarterback, but he also was a kicker. In his career, he kicked 335 out of 641 field goals. And when you add in the extra points that I just mentioned before, he scored 2,002 total points in his NFL, AFL career. Wow. Which is amazing. It is. A couple of other really quick records that he holds that I just want to throw out there. Uh, he holds the record for um, passing touchdowns in a game with seven. Wow. Now, now, he's tied with seven other quarterbacks, so he's not the only yeah. one that's done that, but still holds that record. Uh, most seasons played, as I mentioned, most seasons scoring a point. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just that he was on the bench. He was actually a contributor. Most extra points made, like I said. Uh, most interceptions thrown which I also said, but he holds the record for the most interceptions in a single season, which is 42. <laughs> that was probably the year before he retired from playing quarterback with the kicker. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, he held the record for the most pass attempts in a single game. He threw 68 passes. Oh, he had a tired arm, didn't he? Until he was surpassed by Drew Bledsoe, who had 70. <laughs> so a lot of passes in that game. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, he's the oldest player to play in the NFL with 48 years and 109 days when he finally retired. He was the first player ever to score over 2,000 points and scored wow. 2,002 in his career. And listen to this. In honor of the Super Bowl, he was the oldest quarterback to start a title game, which is what they called it before they called it the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl yep. So he played in those years before. That's what it, what it was called. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, this guy absolutely pushed the boundaries of what you can do yeah. at a quote-unquote certain age. You know, there's probably some other guys out there that have done that as well. I think so. Today's guest has definitely done the same. Andy Steinfeld. Discovered his love of running later in his life. He ran his first 5K uh, in 2011 at the age of 63. That was the first race that he ran yeah. in. Over the next few years, he kept increasing his distances until he ran his first marathon in 2014. And his athletic career, late as he was to start it, has not been without its share of bumps along the way. Welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Um were you aware of Blanda? Is is he a, is he a guy that you knew and watched play? Absolutely. Okay. Love so, to watch him. So you knew who he was. I feel like I'm out of the circle <laughs> here because I did not know. Well, Kyle, uh, of he's, him. He, he he was born about the year he was. But yeah, about he, you were born. He retired about the time when I was born. So I'll I'll give me yeah, that. But so I have an advantage there on you <laughs> for sure. Well, Andy, we're uh, excited to get to know you a little bit. I want to talk just to start us off about deciding. At the tender age of 63 to say, Such hey, a young age. Such hey, a young age uh, makes that kind of a tough decision. I'm going to pick up a new sport and it's going to be running. What What was going on at that time when you said, hey, 63 years old, I'm going to run my first 5K? Yeah, well, um, fortunately or unfortunately, I got, I got married late, had kids late, later than most people, I should say. And uh, so when I was in my 60s, I had a, a son that uh, was not many years out of college. And uh, he went to business school at Indiana University in Bloomington. And he was uh, early in his business career, and he, he was home for a while in Minnesota. And he said, hey, I'm going to go to uh, 
Bloomington, Indiana, and they've got a half marathon there. Why don't you come along for the ride and run the 5K? And I wasn't a runner, and I don't think I'd ever run more than a couple blocks in my life. (laughs) I can relate. uh, I said, what's 5K? And he said, 3.1 miles. And to me, it sounded like, uh, you know, two trips around the earth. (laughs) (laughs) So, but of course, I wanted to do something with my son. It was an opportunity, so I went along with it. So, I think it was about two or three weeks before uh, the race that he told me about this. So that's how long I trained for it, and it was with, uh, it wasn't easy. And uh, I did the 5K in Bloomington, which happens to be uh, you think of Indiana as a flat place, but the Indiana Bloomington campus is quite hilly. So it was not only 3.1 miles, but it was up and down hills. So Adds to the challenge. He, he told me that I could uh, stop and walk if I needed to, so I did that a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, I actually came in with a respectable time considering uh, what I just told you. Yeah, lack of training and, uh, and practice. Th- the best news was I was I was the only one in my uh, age category in that because most of the people that traveled <laughs> there ran the half So you got a first place as well. So, uh so I got a blue ribbon. I came in first place in my age group, and that kind of uh, woke me up. And after that, I I, I kept it up and kept uh, uh, kind of in honor of him for getting me off my butt. I uh, continued to increase distances and uh, uh, eventually full marathons. So th- that's awesome, first of all. Uh, I love everything about it. I, I like the connection with your family. That's so important. Um, I like that you accepted the advice that, hey, it's okay to walk for a little bit if you have to. I love that you won the race in your age group for your first ever race. Uh, it doesn't matter to me yeah. at all that you were the only one in the age group. I, I, you were I could there. have uh, crawled and won, but, but still I was pleased to win. But you did, Andy. That's the thing. Is like You yeah. were there, and there were any number of millions of Americans in your same age group that were not. So you earned it. No matter what, you earned it. And so, so then, did did it feel like you kind of got a, a bug for running? Was the was the love of running born at that moment, or or like why did you say I'm going to keep doing this and increase the distances? You, you, you're assuming I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and, and, I, and I don't mean but, to assume but I, that. <laughs> but what I love, I love competing. Yeah, and uh, you know, I love the fact that uh, you know I, I was a bit overweight at the time. And that helped me, uh, I did other things too, but it helped me get out of that. And uh, as I get older and see my contemporaries, you know, in uh, various states of disrepair, uh, it gives me, (laughs) not that I am trying to be better than them or anything, but it gives me joy to uh, compete in running and all the other things that I do in. And uh, I'm not the only one, obviously. You know that more than better than anyone. Sure. But it's just wonderful to get together with a group of people uh, your own age or in the case of these uh, marathons and so forth, people of all ages, and usually I'm one of the oldest. Eldest, And it's just it's just fun to compete. There... So I, I actually don't love running, and I don't actually do much, much road uh, running when I'm preparing for something, I do all cross training. Okay, and and it's the same with the plank where where I hold a record, the abdominal plank. Um, I can't stand doing that either, and I only do it <laughs> once a year in my birthday in, in March. And this once is enough. Year in a row, and I try to 
break my record each year. And I do, but, Andy, um, I, I do. I don't actually sit and plank for long periods of time because it's so grueling and so boring, but I do every other kind of cross-training. Yeah, and I do want to get into that because um, your, your, the record that you're talking about is pretty incredible. Before we get there, let me ask you um, one other quick question. You mentioned that you don't love to run, but are you still out there even today? Do you still you know, run a, run a marathon once in a while, or have you decided to? I, I do. Uh, okay. Not, not real, not real often, about one a year. Okay. But, um, I've run three so far and I, okay. I don't know when I will stop. I hope not for a long time, but, um, uh, I love doing that. I love being in the marathon and all that. I just don't love, uh, I don't even think it's good for my knees at this age to go out and put on <laughs> a lot of miles mm-hmm. on, on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, I do softer training, like, I run in water for one thing, which okay. is going to be a big thing. Yeah, and um, I do all everything, all kinds of weightlifting and all sorts of, of leg exercises and every other kind of um, uh, exercise, you know, cardio kind of things. So I'm prepared for the marathon without really running. I know it's unconventional, but it works for me. Yeah, well, if it works for you, I would say keep going. If it's not broken, you don't need to fix it. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're talking with Andy Steinfeld about his some of his amazing accomplishments as a senior athlete. He started running later in life, but has found some success there and, and some joy even in the agony of, of the road race. Now, you mentioned earlier, Andy, uh, a record that you hold that is really pretty special um, and amazing. I, I, my head is still kind of spinning from it. You hold a, is a, a record for the longest plank and just to describe what a plank is, that is when you prop your body up on your toes and your elbows, correct? And you hold that That's position correct. with nothing else touching the ground. So you're, it's really a core exercise. It's very difficult on your abs and, and maybe lower back, and there's a lot of muscles involved there. So you hold the record for that. Tell me the amount of time that is the longest amount of time that you have planked for. What is your record? Okay, well, last year on my birthday, which is in March, I did it for uh, 38 minutes. Now, when I hold the record for the longest plank, I have to, there's an asterisk there. It's it's for my age. Right, okay, okay, um, and that's and that's fair, okay. but still, n- nonetheless, you skipped over this. You, you kind of just glossed over the top of it. I've got to go back and reiterate 38 minutes. minutes. 38 minutes in the plank position. If if you've planked before, like I said, your head is probably spinning right now. If you haven't planked before, get in that position and see how long you can hold it. Because, Jeff, as a staff, we, done it. we do a, a health and wellness program mm-hmm. and, uh, among our staff and a little bit of a, a fun competition, a friendly competition. And our staff record is three minutes and three seconds. And who holds that, Kyle? And that was like grunting it out. Who, who owns that Well, it, it happens to be me right well, now. So, so, you know, so you can understand the pain of but just three yes, minutes. It, it, it may be surpassed sometime, even soon, but three minutes is a long time. Andy, 38 minutes is wow. unbelievable. Unbelievable for sure. Congratulations. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I got a head start on you guys because I started doing a lot of sit-ups when I was about... Fourteen, uh-huh. like like a hundred every morning, which is and, a good practice. Uh, wow! So 
I've been doing that for almost 50 years. Wow. Almost 60 years. Um, so I got a bit of a head start, and then I, I train everything you can possibly do for core, except planking. Um, because it is kind of miserable. I, I work hard on it. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. So I want to ask you, how did that start? When did you say to yourself, once again, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm going to celebrate a birthday, I want to do something special, I think I'm going to plank for over a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was even more than that. I, two years ago, let's see, what year are we in? 2020. In 2018, and my birthday in March, um, well, let me go back a few years before that. I had a, uh, I joined a club and they had a fitness test uh, to make sure that somebody was strong enough to use the equipment without supervision, I guess. It was okay. one of these clubs that you, you get in with a key fob and there's no supervisors after hour. Yeah. It's open 24-7. So they didn't want that was going to be um, having a heart attack or falling off the equipment or something like that. <laughs> so they gave me a test. They told me to do the plank, and I had no idea what it was. Yeah. And um, so they told me what it was, so I did it. And um, they had to stop me at 10 minutes, and they told me that was unbelievable. <laughs> it and is. At the time, I was <laughs> 66 or something like that. Wow. And so uh, I had no idea. So when I – but I – what I do do at the gym all the time is handstand push-ups, which um, very few people do, except in Brazil, where it's a hobby for people. But, uh, but Andy, so the I, reason I do these handstand push-ups, so I got the idea of creating my own event that could be used in competitions. This was two years ago again, on my birthday. Um, I call it the the strength and endurance trifecta. Okay. It's basically a torture test of us, especially <laughs> the abs, but uh, uh, other arms and shoulders, too. So what I did, first I did um, handstand push-ups, and I did uh, 26 of them, I believe. And then I did 40-some regular push-ups. And then I did the plank after doing all that and wearing all the. And at that time, I did a 36-minute plank. So, do you not like and, yourself or uh, something? The low, <laughs> the low. That, that was actually better than what I did last year. I think when I did a thirty-eight because I did all that stuff before it. So, the local press was there, and and all they uh, they talked about was the plank. So then, when I did it a year later, I decided I would um, just concentrate on uh, just do the plank and nothing else. So that's what I did last year. But so, last year I had just finished, uh, I thought actually I could do it for an hour. Wow. But uh, <laughs> I had just finished uh, 38 ra uh, radiation treatments for, for cancer. So I think wow. it zapped me a little bit. So I did 38. But, but now that's behind me for almost a year. So this next birthday I plan on uh, smashing that, that record. So but only doing the plank, not the trifecta. So you have a birthday coming up, and how many years old will that be for you? 72. 72 years old, and he's planning on smashing his own record of 38 minutes in a plank. I also don't want to gloss over the handstand push-ups. No, those are really hard. Not only are they really hard, yeah. they're like they're almost impossible. 
Like they're very hard. Yeah. I, I can't do handstand pushups. I used to when I was a young kid, but yeah. you haven't done it for like I can't. 50 years. And, and I know that I can't because I was in wrestling practice the, the day before yesterday. I, I helped coach one of the local teams here in town and our strength and conditioning coach was feeling particularly torturous that day. And he had us wrestling, and then he said, I'm going to have you guys do 15 handstand push-ups, which to me seemed just an astronomical number. And I, st- yeah. you know, I put my put my hands down and put my feet up against the wall and, and got in position, and I could not do one of them. And I was disapp- <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> but you did how many? 28? I, I believe that was the number. You know, I wow. got a senior memory now. My body's good, but th- those details become a little fuzzy. Wow. But, um, yeah, I think it was 28 and then 42 or something, regular push-ups. And if I if that was the only thing I was doing, I could do more. But I yeah, of course. A little for, for the plank. <laughs> yeah. Immediately but, falling uh, one I, after I the other. I haven't forgotten about that uh, uh, trifecta. And I one of these days, I want to uh, actually make that a competition. Maybe you can think about it for your game. Well, you have the young guys doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, – I mean – it sounds like a fun idea, but I just I, I know that no one's going to be able to do it except for you. So, <laughs> so we'll just give you the golden say we did it. Okay, that's my motivation. <laughs> there you go. That competition can be a powerful, powerful motivator. So, Andy, we, we're running a little low on time. Um, I just want to say congratulations yeah. on everything that you've done. Uh, you've been through, as you said, and again, you, you just kind of gloss over these amazing experiences that you've had. But you've been through cancer treatment. Uh, you've you've had surgeries. You've had some really difficult hardships that you've overcome, and yet through all of it, you've found joy in competition and you know being your best self and and actively aging. Uh, I know that you have other hobbies. What's something else in addition to some of this physical activity that you really enjoy doing? Well, I after I finished with my my main career. I took some vocal training and I became a, uh, a professional singer. Let's say not not of uh, you know the the highest echelon, but uh, somewhere in there I get paid to sing. And I <laughs> am also multilingual, so I just put out a CD that's got uh, with a wonderful Brazilian jazz singer named Celia Jones, and we sing uh, duets and and solos in five languages. Wow, wow that's impressive. Uh, how so fun that, is that, that? That's a hobby, and uh, and uh, aside from that, I do. Uh, this has led me. In, my stories led me into motivational speaking. I can imagine. Which, uh, I guess I could call a hobby, although it, it's uh, it's an income generator, also. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm motivated right now. I'm <laughs> definitely going to be working on my plank. I don't know that I'm going to reach your level, but I want to do more than three minutes and three seconds now. Well, start doing your sit Well, let style. me tell you, <laughs> if you go on the Internet and you search for images of, of uh, do an image search for abdominal planking, yes. a chart comes up with a guy that's really, really ripped, a guy like maybe 30 years old, and it shows uh, uh, like a bar chart of, of uh, what's, what's great, what's average, yeah, what's yeah. great, and it stops at two minutes. So if you did three <laughs> minutes, you're doing great. <laughs> well, I mean, I, when I did three minutes, I was feeling pretty good about myself, but now I'm feeling like, wow, that was nothing. <laughs> Andy? The, the, the trick is when, when you start shaking and you think you can't go any farther, that's when you got to put the, the, 
mental strength to yeah. work, and that, that's really the fun part. Absolutely. Andy, we've run and out of time. the same thing happens for, for those of us that run marathons that aren't really great runners. When you hit that wall. Uh, you hit some walls, and you, and you want to quit, and you just say, i got to keep going, and, and somehow it happens. It does. Andy, you're an inspiration. We really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, we hope we'll see you sometime out here in St. George, Utah at the Huntsman World Senior Games in October. You definitely will. I, I might wait till I mature a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be in your games. If, if not this year, maybe next. Sounds good. We'll be in touch, Andy. Thank you so much. So, Thank you very much. Nice talking to you. Take care. So, Jeff. Yes, sir. Once again, we're still at the beginning of a new year. January, I'm still in awe. Sorry. January is still the beginning of a new <laughs> yeah, year. It is. If you're looking for the perfect New Year's resolution and you are age 50 or above, why not consider adding Huntsman World Senior I Games participation. for 38 minutes. No, I'm not going to say that because I know that's hard. <laughs> yeah. But if you're looking for yes, a good New Year's definitely. resolution, the Huntsman World Senior Games could be a good one for you. The dates of the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. Team registration is now open. Registration for athletes will open on March 1st, so put that on your calendar. If you have any feedback for us about the show, please shoot us an email at activelife at seniorgames.net. And remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 or subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they are found. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Our inspirational thought for the day comes from great the great football coach Bear Bryant in honor of the Super Bowl once again. Yes. And I think this applies to football as it does to life. Here is his quote. He says, don't give up at halftime. Concentrate on winning the second half. That's true. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone.